0: Hello, and welcome to Match Made in 7, a new podcast series from Northeast based comedy collective Your and Fanny. During one particularly painful Megabus journey last year, seven Fannies had the sudden realization there were also seven deadly sins Megabus madness or cosmic coincidence. In this debut series we will hilariously probe each of the seven deadly sins and what it means to be a young woman or non-binary person partial to one or more of them. Settle in for a pairing of original sketches and frank chat as we invite you into our fanny universe where everyone is in on the joke. Before we start, a heads up, this episode will contain strong language so don't listen to it in the car with your kids in the back. Unless you're a laugh. Episode one, Wrath. Today's first episode is about Wrath, and I'm Katie, and I'm hosting uh, the Wrath episode of Matchmade in Seven, and I am joined by Lydia Brickland, <laughs> Emma Crowley Bennett.
1: You don't want to use my names? full name. Sorry, Lydia.
0: <laughs>
2: Emma. <laughs>
3: I'm I'm Matilda. uh,
0: oh, and we're aware that we all maybe sound a little bit similar <laughs> because we're all women of the same age and uh from the same place. Uh so hopefully that won't be too much of a of an issue. Um yeah, so I am doing wrath <laughs> <laughs> and um I think uh, a lot of the sins were chosen sort of randomly. Like um, some people were just, were just sort of like pulled names out of a hat, but I really specifically asked if I could do wrath uh, because it is the bane of my life, <laughs> getting angry on a daily basis and, uh, and having no way to express that, maybe. <laughs> yeah the definition in the dictionary of wrath is extreme anger which uh, I think is a bit of a cop out (laughs) because I like I googled it and it said extreme anger and then you can like click on the anger and then it's like irritability (laughs) and it just goes around in circles so I just think that's a bit of a shite definition um but yeah just extreme anger um and uh Yeah, I feel like I have quite a lot to say about wrath. I um, said the other day that uh, my when I'm feeling um, angry, which comes up quite a lot, my ideal day right now, (laughs) if I could do whatever I wanted to do, would be if a middle-aged man knocked on my front door and volunteered to let me kill him <laughs> and I would have a <laughs> and I'd have a really like leisurely morning <laughs> of like like taking his eyes out with my teeth. <laughs> Whilst you're having a nice flat white. (laughs) Getting a croissant. Um. (laughs) But yeah, it's that energy that like fills your body of like, where do you put that when all you want to do is like, break a man's jaw in half with your fingernails? Mm. Like, where do you put that energy? Because... (laughs) For very good reason, that's not an acceptable thing to do. Which is a shame. (laughs) It's a shame, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Underrated move, I think. (laughs) Yeah, which is a real shame that you that you can't do that and like where.
2: And we were saying, weren't we, that like out of all of the sins, it's like one of the more like not unacceptable, but like it's you don't really know what you're meant to do with that feeling. It's not that you're not allowed to be full of wrath at work.
0: <laughs> you're not allowed to be full of wrath in your house.
2: Like, you've just got to pretend it's not happening. Yeah. Which is crap.
0: Yeah, exactly. And I think it's like, I think you're told all the time that anything you're repressing or any part of yourself that you're sort of locking away and not showing people because it's not palatable or it's not like acceptable in society like I feel like we all know now that that's unhealthy Mm, (laughs) and that that's not something that you should do and that that'll make you ill and uh but then how do you because for very good reason obviously like because anger leads to I don't know violence and being abusive and being unkind and being overly critical and Um, So, like, for very good reason, (laughs) you've got to, like, watch how you're expressing it. But, like, how do you? Like, where does it go? And when I wake up some mornings, and sometimes I wake up and I feel absolutely fine, and it's not until the first person speaks to us that I hear that I realise that I'm angry. (laughs) Like, I can think I'm absolutely fine. And then someone will say something, and and I'll just be like... (laughs) I'll be like, whoa, I didn't realise that was in there. That's just like like sometimes it feels like like a bar of soap <laughs> where like <laughs> where I'll be fine. What? And then suddenly this soap just like slips out my hand and then and that's it. And like, yeah, what do you do?
2: Some people with punch that? walls, don't they? Yeah. Um, like to punch a wall.
0: I feel
1: like when I was at university, I would go to these flats and be, a man would live there. And there would be normally just a, a hole in the wall because it's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. punched it. Yeah. But I just, I don't, I don't think that works for women. Like I, I, don't feel like I've been, I've been to all of your houses and there's never you been. Don't have any holes. There's in the holes. never been a hole I've in a wall or a car punched a
2: or, or a door I've or got or acrylics. I simply couldn't. <laughs> I can't cut nails.
0: But then, as we've all agreed, there's nothing more embarrassing. And unattractive than watching a man punch a
3: wall. Oh, yeah. Like, there's yes, nothing like, what more embarrassing. Did you embarrassing? say the other day, my fanny just got up and ran down the street? <laughs> <laughs> got up and left the room.
2: Like, and you always think it will be dead fit if, like, a lad's, like, getting all angry and it's like, maybe it's to protect you, but actually, when you watch it, oh, God, it's awful. Yeah, disappointing. So, so disappointing, is, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I think then they'd do it a little better.
1: In, um, in Bridget Jones, when. Daniel Cleaver and Mark Darcy fight over her, that is fucking
3: fit. Mm, okay. <laughs>
1: and they're in the fountain. But then, I don't know, maybe it, it isn't
3: actually that fit. But they play up to the fact that they're both quite, like, posh middle, like, gentlemen uh, who can't gentlemen really, who fight. Can't really oh, yeah. fight, don't they? So, like, there's that part of it as well, because they're, like, falling over each other and kind of, like, trying to pretend they know what they're doing when they just don't.
0: Yeah. I I have to say, like, I've told you this before, that a lot of my... I say a lot, two of my pan lids in my flat have big dents in them. Mm. And that's because I've had to throw them across the room. Mm. <laughs> but you wait
3: though, don't but you? But I'll
0: wait until. It's, it's, it's weird, isn't it? It's like if I'm. I'll be so angry, but I'll wait until sort of like until everyone's left the room. And until it's a time or an environment where I can do it, where no one will hear it, or I won't have to explain it, or like nobody'll know that I did that, or at least a like a space where I could plausibly have just dropped it. Or something. <laughs> where if someone came in the room, be like, "What the fuck was that?" Be like, "Oh, just drop, just drop the pad." But I didn't, I didn't fling it across the room. <laughs> stot it across the room because I'm so angry and there's that energy that needs to go somewhere. Yeah. But And I find, like,
3: writing helps a lot. Oh, my God. It's like when Lydia sent that email by accident. Oh <laughs> Can we talk about that on here? I think so. I'll talk about that, but we'll you not name any names. Okay. I'll tell the story. I'll bleep all the names out. <laughs> yeah, okay. So,
1: um, I... I'd applied for some funding um, from a company in London. Um, (laughs) Of course it was London. It was in London, yes. Well, there um, you go. I'd got the mega bus down. So I'd spent about eight hours on this mega bus to to meet these people. I was obviously very nervous. uh, You know, I'd like done a lot of prep for this interview. And uh, as I was speaking, it became very clear that this wasn't the right pot of funding for me, which is absolutely fine. However, as I was speaking, they just took their phones out and started to text other people as I I, I was talking.
3: Even I've heard this story so many times and it still boils (laughs) my
1: piss. (laughs) and, um, (laughs) um, And... there was a picture of um, Judy Dench on the wall. <laughs> and um, I was telling them about the name of the Ad Fanny show, which was Minge Unhinged. And um, we've said that so many times to each other now. And this woman was was quite elderly, um, but she pointed at the picture of Judy Dench and was like, imagine Judy Dench saying Minge Unhinged. <laughs>
0: I should fucking love it. Yeah. I, know. I thought Judy
1: Dench would love it as well. So, and I think... Yeah and anyway I just oh my got this oh she's not uh, your mom. Exactly and I just got this whole feeling that they were like infantizing me. They thought I was somehow silly because I was a woman working in comedy. Oh my god. They were also like oh um so you think you flea bag. <gasps> <gasps> oh, <laughs> Which I was just like god. right okay. And then anyway so I I left and I was just I remember walking down the stairs and I just burst into tears. I was so, so sad. I was just like, I've came all this way. Really thought it was going to be a good opportunity. Um, and that happened. So I went to this pub and I was like, right, I've got my laptop. I'm just going to type. And I just typed the most <laughs> awful things. <laughs> um, this will have to be blotted out. But um, <laughs> So the guy who has done it, he's the producer for on the West End. And I was like, you, uh, how dare you make a show about when you couldn't give like a working-class person um your time of day you know how dare you tell working-class stories and like really like there was absolutely another bit fair. when he was like because he's working, with <laughs> I was like go suck <laughs> on <laughs> <his nop." laughs> and I was like full-on you're all cunts like go kill yourselves so, like <laughs> I absolutely went for it I've never like felt a rage like it but also in between all this it was like i'm sat in a pub this pub sells pies i feel safe here and like it was just (laughs) complete like madness, was absolute chaos and i read it and anyway it was fine then then they'd message me being like oh hi so obviously you didn't get the opportunity um (laughs) obviously But um but would you like to do this course um that we that we offer? And I said, Oh yeah, the course sounds great. Um, can I get my travel invoiced? And they were like, Yep, of course you can, no problem. So instead of sending them my travel invoice, I sent them that. I sent them that instead. And we were thankfully I was with you at the time because we were up in Glasgow oh, yes. working, and I was like, Use. We need to stop. I've just found <laughs> out that I've sent them this thing, and she was like, um, oh you've, "You've obviously attached something that I wasn't meant to read," <gasps> and um, she was like, "It was full of expletives and abusive language." Oh my god! I was
2: just like, it's like this stuff of nightmares.
1: Is oh not it? It It's so really, about really. I was like, "Sorry," I went like, you know, but obviously I, I didn't like, mean. You but to say ultimately, that. you have charged that within someone, and you should. You know, know that yeah you have actually really really upset someone in the way that well, you've yeah. gone on and you know you're very sexist classist blah 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 you know I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be like oh sorry yeah I didn't mean it can I do the course <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: did you I do never course. Went on the course <laughs> I they sent you quite a good email back after you did that though because yeah. you like apologize but you also like but I will not apologize for the way that you made me feel yeah and then they sent you a reply saying I'm sorry you had such a bad experience yeah, didn't they uh, yeah they did apologize. I mean, but too oh, little too lovely. late but <laughs> love them now
0: <laughs> but I do you think you've got to like tell people sometimes because it's so easy when you're in a position of wanting something from someone to be like I'm just so grateful to be here just treat us any way you want <laughs>
1: because we're just so lucky
0: I and like they
1: needed fucking telling that's not all right I know I look back now and I'm like actually if that ever happens again I'm just gonna say okay I'll just wait for you to get off your phone yeah I, you know what yeah. I mean you look back and you're like actually I'm not gonna be you know I was what twenty, twenty one or something but you know I think I'm like
3: one of the hardest things about like wrath though is that when you feel angry sometimes it's really difficult to know how justified you are in that because mm. I think part of the reason that it's deemed unacceptable to perform anger like when you're in public is because quite often some of the things that make you angry might be small or seemingly small or maybe somebody doesn't realize why it's major incensed to the level that it has Mm. and I think particularly in a situation like that where you're kind of in a position of needing something from someone else and they're like Mm. higher up in the industry or whatever part of you is like or maybe I'm not allowed to be cross at them for being on their phones, mm-hmm. even though, like, later on, you're like, no, absolutely, that was shocking, I shouldn't have done that. It's it's quite hard to always, yeah, know, like, whether you're justified in the feeling that you're, like, experiencing or how much can you feel, like, rage at a certain thing. Yeah. Um, and I think, you know, because, like, anger also fuels loads of really good things, like... Yeah. Climate activism, I don't know. <laughs> Good one, kill the bill. Kill the bill. I, I yeah, know, like, and yeah. that wouldn't happen if you weren't angry or, like, you know, Marcus Rashford feeding all the children. Like, that wouldn't happen if he wasn't cross yeah. at the government for doing something. So, like, sometimes anger does let you know your sense of, like, right and wrong. Because mm. um, I just think of it as, like, a of, of like a negative thing that needs to be quashed And the
0: ideal state is to never feel angry ever. But then those people just snap one day and. <laughs> yeah, <one>. yeah. <laughs> yeah. it's true. That's true. Yeah, but I forget that it does fuel good things, like the thing with the uh, the abortion thing in Texas at the minute. Yeah, exactly. And that, like the rage that we all feel looking at that. And like, imagine if we were all just sort of like, oh, but you know, I shouldn't really be angry. Apathetic. Yeah, yeah. Never mind. Yeah. yeah. And I
3: know, like, that's slightly different from someone you know, in your house, not doing the dishes properly. (laughs) Slightly different. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it totally can be a good thing.
1: I think when, um, when um, Sarah Everard was killed um, in London, um, I was in London at the time and me and Emma went on a a protest about it. We just went, and it was like, I think actually like shouting at some police officers.
2: Oh my God, it was so fun. It was like, And that's, and I think that's, that's very like Mm. anarchic, uh, like, energy was so important at that time as well. Like, because I've been at some protests where everyone sings a song and <laughs> it's just not the same effect, but, like, <laughs> screaming at coppers. And, I don't know, it, it felt incredible. I felt, like, ready to... I mean, I'm glad there was a barrier there because I was like, can we hit them? <laughs> I'd quite like to hit them. <laughs> and, you know, I wasn't going to hit them because they'd hit me harder. But, um, but, yes, I think that was a really good cathartic thing for us to do it
1: felt like a real um yeah cathartic's a good word and it'd been such an emotional week especially like with social media and everything it was exhausting it was it it was really a tiring time but like that was the only thing that made me feel better was uh, it really was like not a lot made me feel better about the whole thing but going and just shouting and like stopping all the cars and all the buses but there was also like a positivity to the protest mm. as well. Like all the bus drivers were like, go on, lads. Oh, I
2: it love it when lush. they honk their horns. So yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. I started a chant didn't nah.
1: You did? Yeah. Did, yeah. did you? Yeah, yeah.
3: What was it? I, I just fuck said, the fuck, fuck police. the police. Original. <laughs> <laughs> um,
2: <laughs> <laughs> and I'd actually just copied most of the people who were doing that. But a few people did join in and yeah, <laughs> I did feel yeah, powerful. Yeah. I'd be
3: buzzing. It's right. a bit awkward
2: though because my sister's boyfriend at the time was a copper, but uh, you know,
3: he'd understand. Not all coppers. Not all coppers. Yeah, I think,
0: like, what we've sort of come to realise and something that we were all talking about as well is that anger is so often, if not all the time, actually, just hiding or affront for being hurt. And, like, that anger that you felt at the protest, like, that's, like, pain underneath that. That's, like, hurt that you need to express or that you need to, like, channel And um, and I like something that really, really, really fucks me off on a daily basis is walking down the street. And I mean, this is all against middle-aged men. It's not always middle-aged men. (laughs) But if I'm walking down the street... There is absolutely no way on God's earth that the middle-aged man walking in the other direction is going to move a fucking inch Mm. out of his way to let me go past. (laughs) And I know in the grand scheme of things, it's not a big deal, but it's just my entire... Like, I walked here this morning and um, my entire walk, 45-minute walk, is spent, like on the road, on the side of the road, because I just, because the other person won't budge. And tiny, I know in the scheme of things, it's a tiny little thing, but I know that it makes me feel that I don't matter, that I don't have as much right to be on this path as that person (laughs) does. Mm, That actually it's my job to assess the entire street and work out a minute in advance, oh, actually, that person's going to want to come past, so I'm going to have to cross over the road now, aren't I? And just that sort of, like, emotional labour, would you call that? Yeah, Or that, yeah, like, I don't know, yeah. but that sort of, like, internal graft
2: <laughs> Yeah,
0: that a middle-aged man would never would never experience because it wouldn't occur to him that people just won't move out the fucking way
3: for him. Mm -hmm. I guess it's the same like things in our houses that maybe don't, I know Jackie was talking about her boyfriend like leaving tinfoil in the like sink and we all had these little (laughs) examples of stuff that's like seemingly really small but like that you wouldn't do and again, and we're all saying the same sort of thing, like it's not actually having to do that job that always necessarily pisses you off. It's having to have had the forethought about it. Mm -hmm. So like, it's one thing asking like your partner or your flatmate to be like, oh, could you give me a hand with this? But you know in your head that you've done the yeah, emotional labour and the the work in terms of, like, figuring out what all those things are. And, like, you feel like this neurotic, crazy, nagging person, but actually you're just like, you haven't thought about me as much as I've thought about yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> and it is so infuriating and, yeah, upsetting, I guess, to yeah. a certain extent, isn't it?
0: Exactly. It comes from, a like, the anger's what comes out, but it comes from a place of, you haven't thought about me during the day once, yeah, whereas I have... Planned the entire day up until going to bed, sort of vaguely in my head of like, yeah. oh well, we'll eat this, and then I'll need to cook this, or I'll need to, um, and and yeah, when someone else just sort of rocks up, yeah, <laughs> totally <laughs> like know. present in the moment, hasn't given you a second thought, like, and it comes out as being a neurotic, nagging, horrible bitch.
3: Yeah, <laughs> I was saying the other day that I feel sometimes that if um if I never spoke to Josh. <laughs> we would just sit on opposite sofas and <laughs> in silence and he would never turn a light on. <laughs> I just feel like <laughs> that's just totally what it's like. And I'm sure, you know, if I actually gave him the chance to do that, it might not come to it. But sometimes I'm like, why haven't you opened the blinds? Why haven't you turned a light on? Do you not want it to be nice in our home? Yeah. But, um, which makes me feel insane. But actually, it's, yeah, I guess it's that thing of putting the thought and consideration mm-hmm. into not just yourself, but everyone around you. Hi everyone, Fanny Sweet Pea here, Um, I'm just trying out some new material today, so I haven't done this for a little while, I'm a bit nervous, (laughs) go easy, Uh, this one is um, called, I want to scoop out your eyeballs and spread them on me toast, okay, you dressed up as a viking, and me fanny left the room. I took up day drinking. You started whittling spoons. I wanna take that unsanded spoon, scoop out your eyeballs and spread them on me toast. Make a roast, feed it to your family, served with your mediocre scrotum and pedo tash. Remember when you got a rash, I told you it was syphilis, hit the savlon in me knicker drawer, just an excuse to stop you kissing us. I ate your hair out of the sink to make you fall back in love with me. It got stuck in me throat and I choked, had to tell you what I'd done, thought you'd think it was fun. You didn't. You bought underpants made out of hemp and started drinking out of a horn. I thought alcoholics were meant to be fun but you make me wish I'd never been born. You gave me chlamydia. That's when I knew I had to get rid of you. Oh, thanks so much yous have all been lush um, could you uh, just if you want to give me any feedback or anything um, it's uh, at Fanny um, sweet pea yeah it'd be lovely to know what you think um, yeah anyway thanks so much see you soon bye
0: How one of the things that makes you most angry is a thing that you are quite partial to yourself mm that one of your own sort of bad habits that you slip into projecting yes Mm. my mom's a therapist she told me (laughs) (laughs) like um for example I think I am like I think that I'm quite shy naturally if left to my own devices I'd rather not make small talk with people I'd rather not talk to strangers like but obviously being a woman you don't get that fucking luxury do you whether mm-hmm. I want to speak to you or not I'm gonna to have to say how are you I'm gonna to have to remember everything about your life I'm gonna to have to ask you you know how your wife is and I'm gonna to have to remember what job she does and I'm gonna ha- do you know what I mean mm-hmm. you've got to do all that kind of thing um so I just think that being shy isn't really an option I think being shy is a bit of a luxury <laughs> yeah I don't I don't have that so when I am around people who are quite shy and wear it quite openly and they're like oh well I'm just I'm just just an introvert you know I'm like well aren't we all yeah that's not how the fucking world works you've got stuff to do you've got to be polite to people so that's and it really annoys us and um I think my number one irritation the thing that fucks me off more than anything else is people being timid (laughs) (laughs) and that is because I have a tendency to be quite timid I'm shitting Mm. myself at all times so when somebody like when I was working in a school last year and uh it would be like some, like, your yeah, seven girls would come up and be like, oh, my friend wants to ask you a question. Um, she says that she feels a bit sick, and she was wondering if you could ring her mum. Like, Why not your fucking friend ask us then? <laughs> like, what do you think I'm going to do? <laughs> <laughs> it's inefficient yeah. if you're gonna be scared talking to a teacher at school where are you gonna get yeah. <laughs> like it's yeah, gonna be a yeah, long yeah, life right. yeah. like some little like I said there were like baby birds with their mouths open just like <gasps> utterly inept <laughs> <laughs> just standing there waiting to be fed and clothed and ordered around and that filled me with such rage like I would have to like go into the toilet at work and like sit on the floor <laughs> with my head between my knees and take some deep breaths. And every time I got in the car at lunchtime to eat me lunch, because the staff room was shut, I'd eat in the car, I'd oh. have to oh. scream at the top of my voice, really... And it was all right, because it was break time, so all the kids were out playing, so you couldn't hear it. And I'd have to scream at the top of me. It's like an indie film <laughs> every every or something. Lunchtime. I don't feel like I've seen this scene somewhere. I am very indie mm. film. Manic Pixie <laughs> Dream Girl. Uh-huh. That's huh. <laughs> That's <Are you> <laughs> Days of Summer? <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> and um So, yeah, but I know that that comes from a place of jealousy almost would you love to be a baby bird i'd love to be a baby bird i'd love to feel so secure and so safe and so familiar that you could just sit there with your mouth open knowing that everyone would just do things for you like literally where i got my i know i like to talk about when i got my wisdom tooth taken out but
2: it's the only <laughs> surgery i've ever had and it was traumatizing actually no it was great actually but um <laughs> Uh, my favourite thing about it all was that because I was so fucked from the the medication and that and then I just had a carer all day so Leanne would just like my friend would just put us to bed she wasn't very good at it to be honest because we ended up in the pub but like <laughs> would, like put me to bed and then like when I woke up and I had blood all over my face she mopped it up, fed me some cottage cheese and I felt like Aww. a little baby bird, just kind of like, I was so pathetic and like, I couldn't do anything and what if, it felt like I was on holiday, like what a holiday's meant to feel like. Like, you know <laughs> what I mean? You just don't lie there and that's it. It's Be almost fed. like
1: a luxury that you're ill,
2: Emma. Like Oh it's my God, like, when I got COVID, yeah, yeah, best yeah. week of my life. I was literally <laughs> like, oh my God, just pop a bluey, have a lie down. <laughs> just get, just get mashed every night and, and just... float through that week like honestly oh god it was it was the first day I was like this is the worst thing ever I can't believe I've broken up with someone moved out accidentally a bit homeless everything's illegal um and now I've got COVID but um it was just nice to lie down yeah no
0: responsibility probably did you the world of good in a way
2: it did because I couldn't even leave my actual room Mm. so um I just had food on my doorstep Mm -hmm. um didn't have to shower it was always a plus.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I knew a girl, and growing up, her mam would, I think she has three sisters, and her mam would make th- not three different meals, but five, like, she would give whatever they wanted for their tea, they would get.
2: It was time for that. That is so unacceptable. But also, um. how
1: entitled your child will be. Yeah become like I get it okay maybe if one of your kids wants to be vegan for the week like I get that <laughs> like a vibe but whatever but like I, I remember just being quite like incensed by that and I was just mm-hmm. like your mom makes you all different food like yeah.
3: like yeah. when does she have
1: time to eat yeah. like
3: it's probably has no, the the end. Yeah, no, we used <laughs> oh, to get peanut butter sandwiches every day for lunch at school. I love peanut butter, right? But we used to get this bread that would be put in the freezer. My dad would make the sandwiches on the frozen bread and hope that they defrosted by the time we got a lunchtime. So sometimes on a warm day, it would work and be fine. Sometimes you'd get like a really hard bit in the middle of your sandwich. And then you hear things like that, where people are getting like their own specialised meal. Like people who
2: had fruits at school. Like oh, fruits and cheese strings yeah. and... Fruit winders. <gasps> fruit winders. We weren't allowed fruit winders. Do you remember
1: those snackable lunch boxes?
2: <gasps> yeah.
1: I look back now and I'm like, that's sad and grim the tiny little oh, circles of ham I feel like
3: I want to say my parents did make a lot of nice meals. Oh yeah. They're going to listen to this and I feel like I'm <laughs> going to give, get told off.
0: Luckily <laughs> no. Matilda turned out so tall and pretty even though all she it was frozen bread. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for every meal for
3: 18 years. <laughs> that was just for lunch. I just mean we weren't allowed to like yeah be fussy about it you know and I think kids and families who were like always had really full fridges and like they could have whatever they wanted all the time I just used to be like so now it drives me mad when people are like that
0: Aye, um something that I did quite want to talk about is Faye from Love Island yes (laughs) (laughs) Because embarrassingly I got quite emotional <laughs> <I> talking <don't laughs> about this. Which is a bit embarrassing. But to uh maybe as a disclaimer to make myself feel a bit better, I would argue that it's not very often in popular culture or anything really that you see a young woman being really fucking angry and really unreasonable (laughs) and aggressive. And I think that's something that I've really struggled with because you feel like you are the only person who feels like that. Mm -hmm. And on top of the guilt you already have of like, or oh, I said this thing to someone that I maybe shouldn't have said or I you also have the guilt of this isn't normal. Mm. <laughs> and like um, if you were a normal person, you wouldn't be feeling this because who do you know, whoever feels like this. And I think that was something that I found really comforting when we did our prep for this was <laughs> you saying how fucking angry you have got sometimes and like I think e- how close we are that it was mad that that kind of still that hadn't really come up and it felt like really physical like you were saying Matilda,
2: like we all started to like slowly stand up and like cry and mm-hmm. then shout and scream and mm-hmm. and kind of it, it's mm-hmm. something that like you don't really realize that maybe everyone has that Mm-hmm. And then, like, should it not be, there should be a better way of dealing with it. Like, you mm. can go to those rooms where you smash it up, but that's why it's quite expensive, mm. which again just makes me annoyed.
0: <laughs> yeah. Like, you not
2: know, just go somewhere and smash something up for free. Like.
0: I know. I know. And how do you yeah. know you're going to be
3: annoyed that day? I might be in a good mood. Exactly. That day. Yeah. yeah. i be on a probably, whim. Yeah. I want to go in. Maybe that's why they make it expensive to guarantee like, that you pissed off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Aye. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> What you were saying, Lydia, about about how
0: because Faye on Love Island is a white woman, (laughs) the anger is considered like acceptable and how different that would be if it had been somebody else, like if it had been Teddy who'd got angry.
1: And I think it was very obvious when you were watching it that he just felt like he couldn't get angry because Mm. as a society we would have been like, uh, 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 aggression from black men is perceived as society as something that is outright wrong and and, mm. and you know and, and i think you saw him feel really stifled in that mm. I, I know i did and she was a white woman
3: shouting at this black man and I, I i don't know um well i found interesting watching that um episode and i mean you know love island famously doesn't handle anything well especially race so <laughs> oh <God. laughs> you know e what? <laughs> groundbreaking um you heard it here first anyway <laughs> Um, but there was something interesting watching it because the immediate response from all of his male friends was to try and calm her down. And they all went over one by one to like be like, look, you've got to see it from his perspective. Thing is, like, um, he's a nice guy. And, um, and she was just like, every single one of them came over and she was just like, and you can fuck off and all. And I was a little bit like, yeah like give what are you some what space. are you doing give her some space I let her go mm-hmm. off and blow off some steam like mm-hmm. yeah you know punch mm-hmm. a wall smash a few <laughs> coughs, whatever you need to do like mm-hmm. the last thing you need when you're that angry is for someone who because it, it's again that same thing of them thinking they had a better understanding of the situation mm-hmm. than her and they were trying to tell her how she should be feeling and she just wasn't having any of it and yeah maybe two days was too long for her to <laughs> to yeah, see the wallow a- in <laughs> and what she was saying to him was unreasonable but when <laughs> the others got involved and their immediate response was to try and calm her down mm-hmm. I was like actually that's not yeah. really helpful well it's like when anyone tells you to calm down in life, it's it's yeah. almost like, it's like a punch in the face, isn't it? Yeah. And it does the opposite. Yeah. Well, yeah, I think that's the thing that infuriates me about it the most. I'm like, actually, you must know by now that telling someone, particularly a woman, when she's angry to calm down is not going to help you make her more calm. <laughs> no. And it's
1: strange. It's almost as if it's like men can't deal with it. It's like a, a societal thing of women being muted and, like, they can't. It's like oh my god this this pot has bubbled over how do I cope with this and it's like well actually it, it's not good to just turn down the heat you have to mm. let it let everything come out um
0: and yeah I think there's possibly a societal thing there of of yeah yeah I sometimes feel like when I've been furious of like it's like it really reminds us of you know when you've got to put your sleeping bag into its tiny pack oh my god (laughs) such a good analogy analogy. and I'm like no it's not all right. I've got to shove this sleeping bag into this fucking tiny drawstring packet (laughs) and I've got 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 to stamp on it and sit on it and like just because it's not okay just keep like shoving it in and then you end up just dragging
2: it all hanging out anyway without actually putting it in you never get
0: it all in and it's always
2: tent as well shape.
0: camping yeah. lots of different camping things that's quiet. a camping analogy yeah. <laughs> camping analogies. um so yeah the seeing Faye from Love Island being an absolute arsehole on the telly was really like and refreshing she wa- refreshing mm-hmm. it was mm. and she was ridiculous and like she was like a, a behavior wasn't all right <laughs> but just seeing somebody who was my age kind of feel that and the way she almost like um wallowed in it kind of thing like I think mm. I was saying how like I think it's really sad that that's the first sort of time in like popular culture where I've where I've like seen it mm, yeah. you know what I mean Whereas, like, I don't know, men have fucking rugby. Yeah, <laughs> well, like they're yeah. always hitting each other. What were you saying
2: about um, about um, what's that ball game that women do? <laughs> oh, net netball, oh, netball. Oh, and how netball. like you have to be all small, and you can only move on one leg and then you can't <laughs> touch anyone and you've got to throw it in a net. <laughs> and, like skirts. you wear a little skirt. Like and men are
3: like nutting each other. Oh. And like, yeah. oh my God, to break and each it, other's legs and yeah. stuff. Yeah, so stupid. Like where's our outlet? I know. At school we could either play netball or sometimes they would just stick us in the gym hall and put a Zumba video on. Oh, god, oh my god. While boys yes. were like running yeah. around outside. And I'm like, this is not good. No. Like what are you teaching all of us? No. <laughs> I played
2: rugby well, well uh, one time, um, one of the teachers was off ill, so we had another teacher, and he let us play rugby as a treat. And um, but we were just doing the training for it, and we just had to wrestle like a big sausage, like this big sausage. You had to like run and like wrestle it to the ground, and i didn't have any friends um already (laughs) and i looked unusual um all my pa kit was out the lost property box (laughs) no really knew who i was my hair was very long (laughs) I, had, you know, I wanted to save the whales every night like, like, but I think because I didn't have any mates I didn't give a fuck about anyone and I did just wrestle I nearly said a name there but a girl in my class just wrestled out of the ground with this big sausage and uh, it was amazing and I just kept doing it over and over again and, and I just felt so um, someone in the end said watch out Crowley Bennett about and I thought hello, looks like I've I've got a fucking personality finally <laughs> someone might be scared of us, which has never happened before and I, I think I was expelling some deep mm. deep anger there about being a freak
3: funny that like the um you know that we say anger is such an unacceptable thing but there's mm. always something kind of nice when somebody tells you that they're scared of you like oh, yeah, yeah. You, like I don't know I definitely remember a couple of people saying that to me at school and I think that's just because I was like really trying hard to concentrate on my lessons so I never really smiled what that much I know <laughs>
1: Like, we
3: pals. <laughs> <Fijian>. <laughs> so I think I always had quite a like stony expression um but like it wasn't because I was being mean so people would be like oh I'm a bit scared of you because I was like quiet I guess I didn't really know what was going on but I always remember being quite like like a little bit pleased about it Mm. even though i know that being angry and like unlikable is not supposed to be a good trait but like you do kind of feel a bit like Mm. totally. i don't realize
1: Mm. that i'd love to have a resting bitch face Mm. i just don't but Mm. it's it's also such a dumb concept as well (laughs) like it's just a woman sitting down (laughs) like why does it have to be a, a like oh she's got a she rests like a bitch. Yeah, my God, you can't even that rest sounds, anymore. Jesus. Women can't even rest About <laughs> Without being called a bitch. Look at that fucking
2: bitch resting.
1: Let <laughs> Matilda concentrate on her mask. Oh, what a dick. Jean,
0: 29, two mile away, looking for a girl who doesn't take herself too seriously. A hidden talent of mine is... Helping you parallel park. You should go out with me because I can download any film illegally. Just give us a day's warning and you'll never have to pay 2 on Amazon Prime again. Jake, 27, four miles away. I want someone who will also come food shopping at 9pm. I'll brag about you to me friends if you have seen American Psycho. A recent shower thought. If women don't want to be dominated, how do you explain Fifty
3: Shades success? Genuine question. Luke, 24, two mile away. My best life hack. Leave dishes to soak for three days before washing. My most controversial opinion is there's no need to ever open the blinds or the curtains. First round on me, if you don't take yourself too seriously.
2: Craig, 30 seven miles away. My love language is cooking for you using every pan in the kitchen. Believe it or not, I can get through three days of food shopping in only one meal. Change my mind about Stephen Graham, Tom Hardy, and Christian Bale being the greatest living actors. I'll wait.
0: Uh, James, 23, one mile away. Give us travel tips for... Black holes. You can it. I already know everything there is to know. Don't hate me if I... Sometimes hang me wet clothes on top of your dry ones. Shrug emoji. My mantra is... Don't waste time checking cupboards before food shopping. Just buy everything you think you might need. Party. 26. Six miles away. Together, we could... Never fully make our bed. I'll fall for you if you know where this quote's from. Royale with cheese. This year, I really want to
3: travel Vietnam. Dan, 21, one mile away. The dorkiest thing about me is I literally have to make eye contact when chasing. I get along best with people who don't take themselves too seriously. The key to my heart is the cheapest bread available.
0: I wish that there was a way where it could be seen and expressed in a Mm. healthy, non-judgmental way. But I don't know what that would look like like classic I'm just saying we need that but I don't know how yeah. mm. like where can
2: you even go I feel like even if you want to go and have a shout or a scream you've got to go for a walk or something
3: and, yeah. or do go yoga and away. breathe oh, it's
2: no. like no. it's all,
1: it's all
3: actually about changing, changing to, it isn't it
1: mm. yeah it's like oh what's the opposite of anger it's yeah. like oh it's Quashed. yoga yeah it's yoga <laughs> yeah. It, 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 it it's actually un. it's almost unhelpful and then you do that quashing thing that you feel like you're doing all the yeah. time and you're just going oh I'm gonna just squash this with yeah. yoga but actually you need to fear from love island sometimes sometimes yeah. you do you do for days I
3: think also as well what tends to happen is if you like don't get a, like angry at the right things you it's the same with crying I think like quite often I like hold my tears back for ages Mm -hmm. and then something really tiny will like set me off Mm -hmm. like i'll have had like a bad few days and then i'll get a ladder in my tights and burst into tears and i'll be like but i've just bought these and it's awful and i'll be like proper sobbing and then i'm like well actually that's just because i've not cried about a few other things that i probably should have done and anger is really similar like it's it's why quite often you wait until you get home and then you shout at the person you love the most (laughs) in the world (laughs) for something that they've not even really done yeah Yeah. Yeah. then sometimes when women become a certain age where it's almost more acceptable they really like lean into it i know you were saying your mum's doing That at the minute isn't she yeah she's just she's just um totally up for being
2: angry and sometimes I like I kind of love the fact that some men down our street don't like her because she just like doesn't care about anything like she went um viral on Facebook recently for um uh, on the Rolling Skill Facebook page, uh, because she have been dragging logs across cycle paths, hoping to trip up cyclists, because uh, because she just loves the woods that she lives next to and doesn't think that pe- men on bikes should um, be there. Um, and someone caught her doing it on his GoPro, dick. <laughs> And, uh, with her little dog, which hilariously is in a really aggressive dog as well, so oh. my mum, this aggressive, tiny mom, an aggressive, tiny Patty the dog, um were just these images of my man like running running out of this cycle path where she just left loads of logs, and my dog barking at the man, and I uh, posted it on the Roneskill Facebook page and called her an oh uh, she doesn't know this she <laughs> called her an old witch, and I was like, "Oh, but I was also like maybe she loves that maybe that's really mint and i'd quite yeah, want to be called a witch called. yeah like what an, uh, an angry recluse woman mm-hmm. who has like mad hair and like makes potions and does cool stuff like maybe mm-hmm. that's fine like but um curses people oh yeah curses. i love people. i think witches are just outspoken women Exa- ex- and, and I honestly if there's gonna be a witch my mom is a witch like she i love that
0: for gina i don't like annoying witches though you know, like, annoying, like, people Instagram who, like, witches. Instagram witches, <laughs> Instagram wagers, yeah, just fucking no, burn no. stuff and they're annoying. Yeah, when t- I don't mind a witch who
2: doesn't talk about it. <laughs> a, a quiet witch. Beautiful. Not a loud
1: one. I I would just be like, oh, yeah, witches are outspoken and
2: <laughs> oh, no. violent. Don't fucking
1: talk about being a, a,
0: a witch. No one can ever win. I think maybe women have had to well, we have had to be a lot more clever about our anger because physically there's not much we can do. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, if a man gets angry, he could probably beat someone to death. <laughs> but, like, <laughs> if I got really angry, I probably still couldn't do that. So I'd have to I'll wait know. until. I think, I, think to
2: I
1: think you're uh, not giving yourself enough credit, Katie.
2: <laughs> you could kill a man.
1: Thank you. I, think,
0: I honestly think we all could. I stand, yeah. Mm. But I think um I think traditionally <laughs> women have had to wait months to say if like we wanted to kill somebody would maybe have to go out and buy some poison from the shop. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And then wait and think about the best day to slip it into some food and things. Do you know what I mean? Like, your anger has to be delayed like it has to. Mm -hmm. You've got to, if you want to express it, you've got to be calculated about it. (laughs) You've got to, like, be clever about it because physically, on in the moment, there's fuck all you can do, really. And so it's much more of a delayed thing. It's much more of like a a simmering, calculated sort of choice rather than like rage that just causes instant damage. Exactly, you
3: can't, there's no outlet to like, it takes, yeah, you've got to think about it. Although it doesn't immediately help, I do think there's some power in being able to do that though. And I think this comes across in our like writing for our shows quite a lot a lot of the characters that we make are fueled by stuff that has like pissed us off in the past mm. and because we've not been able to say what we wanted at the time mm. we we'll have to be funny and yeah. you know and I think that does help us in our shows that it wouldn't be the same if we were you know writing a joke about someone that would smacked <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but because but we're so, held, we're restrained yeah. ourselves and held back. Later, we can get together and be like, "Well, these are all the things that went through my head that I wasn't allowed to say at the time." So there's definitely some power in being able to restrain anything bad that ever happens to me. My sisters are always like, "Oh, just write
2: about it. You'll yeah. be fine. Just, just make a play," which is, which is nice. But also
0: sometimes you you don't want to write a play. Yeah, but it's it's not as well. Maybe it is, but it doesn't feel as satisfying, does it? Of like, no. I want to throw a chair at you, but instead a room full of strangers will laugh at what you just said yeah. in six yeah. months' time. Yeah.
2: <laughs> but they're usually
0: laughing at <laughs> them, though. They're not laughing with the person no oh, throw the chair at. No, 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 no. no, 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 no. And it, it is more like there's more pride in it and it's more of an intelligent response. Mm. <laughs> and it's more of like a... I don't know where if enough people see this and laugh at this maybe people will stop saying shit like that do you know what yeah. I mean yeah I think as well so much of being a woman especially in
1: situations that are predominantly male you are often stood on the side like laughing and yeah I, I know I've felt that a lot mm. and I think there is a joy, though, in knowing that I can come to use and be like lads
0: as a woman.
3: So <laughs> I should call the podcast I as a woman.
0: <laughs> I, uh, we talk a lot about the emotional labour of where you, where I am so at me limit that if one more thing enters my consciousness mm-hmm. I'm gonna collapse mm-hmm. like there's no yeah. room for one more thing like it's such I'm, I've just got it balanced and if everything just day at a time everything stays the way it's supposed to then I'll be fine I've and imagine it. if
2: something big happened like your your boiler broke oh how do people cope when the boiler breaks I don't know stuff that's just like oh and suddenly the house is flooded yeah and you've got to deal with all of that
0: well maybe that's where the if there was a man in the house because their handy. brain is uh, is um not used up by <laughs> by all of the like my new shy of my new shy exactly mm-hmm. of like oh i need to return that because it, the receipt runs out tomorrow etc because mm-hmm. they're not busy thinking about those things the boiler breaks and they're like Oh, I'm just in the moment with a broken boiler. <laughs> so therefore, I will get it fixed. Mm-hmm. And they're like, God will you calm down? It's only a broken boiler. I had a bit of a sad
2: a sad time recently over the past few months. And like um to like it was it was like life was just consistently punching me in the tit over and over again. It was almost comical. And um and I remember going for a walk. In London, near where I lived, and I got to this little park and um it was just getting a bit dark and i and I sat on a bench and looked out over a patch of nettles and um I remember like people walked past and were kind of looking at me and i was I was weeping but um <laughs> but <laughs> well I was weeping on a bench and I remember um feeling that kind of like it's just every day one thing on top of. The other is just—it's getting more and more difficult and intense and hard to just like absolutely just keep living actual life and doing everything you need to do. And I thought, like, maybe if like I was such a like boiling point, like bub, like this this absolute shit show was just bubbling up up to my eyeballs. And I thought, if I just um, if I just took off all of my clothes right now and just walked through the nettles got them all over my body got all stung and red and then like climbed this barbed wire fence that was just there and just kind of like you know ran around um being absolutely bananas that like someone would see it and be like oh uh-oh better ring the coppers and then they'd ring the police and the police would come and they'd section me and then I'd be all nice and sectioned and just like in a padded cell and they'd just take my phone away and give me a meal and then that would be immense (laughs) and then you just wouldn't have to think about it anymore everyone would worry about you but you didn't have to hear it Yeah, because you didn't have your phone you just ever you're just quietly being worried about somewhere else like for like two weeks like two weeks tops and then just bring me out have a glass of water I'll be fine <laughs> I just want to be sectioned I don't really want to be sectioned anymore I'm fine now, fine now
3: I love the like elaborate lengths you go to in your head to not need to be on your phone yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: know it's so true though that like you should I think that thing of when it's building up and building up and building up but it's so easy to crack on yeah. As normal. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And you wanna be like, how can everyone not notice that I'm at me yeah. limit? Mm. But you can just do such a good job of like, oh yeah, I'll still do all the things that I need to do and I'll yeah. still be polite and I'll still And you're like do absolutely like
2: crumbling inside, but people are like, Yeah, hey, you look lovely. <laughs> Have you lost weight? And like it's the stress and the depression. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah um in the spirit of uh wrapping this up um i found something that was um i'm saying found it was on wikipedia (laughs) (laughs) uh, um (laughs) there was like a table of all of the seven deadly sins vice if you like and um and then opposite it was the virtue so if wrath is the vice it said the virtue is patience and uh, that really spoke to me <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna say that and pissed me off <laughs> yes. Imagine, i was raging and threw my computer out the window um because and i Working, like like we said before, like in hospitality or in customer service, like when I was working at the school, I was on the front desk and like patience was something that I, as a non-religious person, prayed for like every single day. That was like the exact word was like, was patience. And I used to write myself little notes and stick them on my screen that would be like People are doing the best they can. (laughs) Because I'd be like, even if this woman on the phone is going to call me a bitch and even if our son is going to be useless (laughs) and even if my boss is going to shout at us, like I need to believe that they are doing their best because... I just need to believe that. Otherwise, I'm going to murder them. And a bit and like their best isn't fucking good enough. <laughs> I would say. Um, all right. So, patience as the virtue, as sort of being the opposite of wrath if you like, really, really, really makes a lot of sense to me because I see, I think working in a school particularly really brought my rage to the forefront Mm -hmm. because it ticked that specific box of people being inept. But I've also noticed that everyone who worked in a school has that, like, what to me just seems like an alien, like, virtue, Mm. (laughs) which is patience and compassion I don't know, like, is it, like, almost like a calling of, like, people who are nurses or teachers or whatever of having that, yeah, that compassion and being able to see past people being arseholes to you?
3: I don't know, I guess it's still weighing, like, an opposing thing against something else and saying one is bad and the other isn't, whereas mm. actually I think with everything it can be expressed in a good and a bad way, you know, mm. like, because obviously patience is good and it's important to understand what other people have got going on and... um yeah, and consider that before you, like, make assumptions about them. Mm. But then on the other hand, in some situations, sitting back and not saying anything and making excuses for everyone around you doesn't always mm. help. So, Oh, that's so wise. You know, I think it's important to have patience and wrath. Space for both. But mm. use them in the right way rather than using either of them in the wrong way. Does mm. that make sense?
0: Yeah, because I used to feel, well, I do still feel, like, if I'm, if I ever lose my temper, I feel almost as if, like... A tits popped out. Do you know what I mean? i <laughs> like, I'll explain. <laughs> I've like, I've almost like, I've like flashed them and I'm so embarrassed that that happened. And you know, oh, and you're yeah. like, when you face something, hot, you shouldn't. And yeah. you're like, oh shit, i just, I've like emotionally flashed them. They've seen <laughs> this like horrible, dirty, vulnerable part of myself that oh. I'd really tried to deny and no, shove into this and feel like, bag. That. <laughs> no, you shouldn't. But like, yeah, there should be. Space for both, shouldn't there? There Mm -hmm. should be some kind of like, there's room for both, and there's a time and a place for both. If your Aunt Fanny was to write an alternative definition to wrath after everything that we have discussed, what would it be?
3: I guess I would say that it can be important in certain situations that it's not a dirty thing we need to pretend we don't feel. It gets mm. shit done. I feel like wrath gets <laughs>
2: shit done. Yeah. wrath
3: yeah. getting shit, shit done. done. Yeah, there you <laughs> go. Yeah, there you go, yeah. Let us bitches Full rest. rest. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Maybe that's the definition. Let the bitches rest. <laughs> Let the bitches
2: rest.
0: <laughs> Thank you for listening to this episode of Match Made in 7. Join us next Monday when we'll be taking on greed subscribe to our channel to be the first to listen you can find the accompanying playlist to this episode on our spotify just search your aunt fanny we're also at your aunt fanny on twitter instagram and facebook sound design and music by jeremy bradfield